welcome to the Homeworkies podcast. We are so excited to be here today to be talking about four new Hallmark movies. And I am, I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Caroline is here. Hey. Yes. And Cammie is here. Hi everybody. Merry yes. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, so we know we had a very eventful weekend in the world of Hallmark, but today we are just here to talk about these four movies and have a good time. So hopefully we uh, bring some merriness into your holiday season by talking about some of these silly movies. And so I hope you have all been having a really nice uh, holidays. Have you been able to do anything fun, uh, Caroline? Um, we have like a light, like, like it's called Swan Lake and they have lights and stuff. So we've been through there and, you know, just shopping and making cool. cookies and stuff. Good. That sounds fun. Uh, Cammie, you got to do anything fun? Yeah, we've been at uh, my girls' school events. We've been, we went to a live nativity village, which they built a huge wall and they've basically recreated Bethlehem. Oh, they brought cool. donkeys and camels and everything. It's, cool. it's, called, it's called Main Street Bethlehem. It's about an hour away from our house, but it is so worth it because so, it's just so cool they've basically recreated what it would have been like so that was really fun we did that on saturday that's cool yeah one of the churches uh on my uh the the, it, the area churches uh on my mission did something like that it was really cool they had like different rooms and they had the animals and uh you kind of went on the path uh, to the inn and then to the uh and uh that was that was really neat so very cool well, let's dive in. Uh, so we're going to talk first about holiday date. And so this was uh, really exciting for a lot of us because we've uh, really enjoyed Brittany Bristow in the smaller roles. So we're excited for her to get the larger role. Finally! And, yeah. <laughs> she got a starring role! Yay, Brittany! Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then this has Matt Cohen in it as well. And the summary is Brooke is dumped right before Christmas and enlists the help of actor Joel to play the role of her boyfriend for the holidays. Brooke had described her ex-boyfriend as Mr. Christmas to her family and worries about keeping up the ruse when she discovers Joel is Jewish. When her family eventually finds out his background, they happily incorporate his Hanukkah traditions into their plans. Christmas and Hanukkah are celebrated side by side as they all learn more about the other's holiday but when their relationship ruse comes to light, the two have some explaining to do, as well as figure out if they are ready to admit their true feelings. So, Caroline, what was your overall thoughts about this movie? I, I really enjoyed it. It was cute. Like, it had some silly moments that, that I love, and um, I really enjoyed it. I love seeing Brittany in the starring role. and uh, Matt was a good lead guy, too, and the family was just so cute. I enjoyed it. Yeah. What about you, Cammie? I liked it too. It was, it was different. It w it was really different from what I was expecting. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that there was going to be the Jewish concept in that particular film. Okay. And so that just kind of threw me for a loop of, wait a minute, what? <laughs> and so <laughs> it was not your typical actor plays boyfriend movie and like I thought it was gonna be so that just was it was different and it was that yeah. kind of that kind of uh mixed things up a bit mm -hmm. yeah so for me I thought this one 
uh, was really refreshing for the first uh, for the first two acts. The ending kind of wasn't as good as I the last part wasn't as good I thought felt as the first because I felt like the first two acts were really kind of madcap and funny mm-hmm. were, were over <laughs> the top and I enjoyed that I thought that I wish they did more of that in Hallmark movies sometimes they take themselves a little bit too seriously sometimes for 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 me and so I, I liked that kind of zaniness about it uh, particularly things like when she's driving like a crazy person you know yeah. like seems like that that was funny to me and, and then I just felt like I wished they'd either, I don't know, the last third, I felt like uh, it kind of got a little, maybe a little bit more boring. Uh, it wasn't as um, funny as the, as the rest of it. And mm-hmm. uh, so, I don't know, I, that would be my only kind of critique. I, you know, it's interesting because there was a whole article in the New York Times about how Hallmark is doing Hanukkah wrong because you know you can't please everybody but um but they were particularly hard on this movie and their their point was supposedly that they felt like like Jewish people know about Christmas like Christmas is everywhere for the most part most Jewish people know about Christmas um and particularly they took to task him not knowing the the lyrics of deck the halls and they felt like that was something that people should know but i i kind of disagree i felt like i felt like he if you don't grow up with it then you don't i mean we yeah we sing it everywhere but that's us we celebrate christmas so yeah but i do feel like there's especially the lifetime i feel like the lifetime movie was more at fault with this because literally the whole plot of the movie is them teaching each other about their their respective holidays and i do feel like christmas is so a part of just culture everywhere that like the idea that in the lifetime movie the guy had didn't know like about christmas trees i mean they, they know that's about ridiculous yeah that but <laughs> i felt like with this one he basically knew most of the basics in my opinion he yeah. knew about in fact he was like actively excited to be getting a christmas tree to be having the christmas meal to be uh, I mean, gingerbread house yeah gingerbread house things like that i mean it was a good thing he's not an observant jew uh jewish person because he wouldn't have been able to have the ham <laughs> but um <laughs> but interesting plot twist <laughs> yeah but i don't know i just i feel like because it's kind of it's like old english don we now don we now are gay apparel like that's sort of a, a weird lyric <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not like it's jingle bells jingle bells jingle all the way like i think most people would know that but like i don't know i feel like that's not that unreasonable that he wouldn't know that line from deck the halls mm-hmm. i don't think that's unreasonable my yeah. my beef my beef with this movie was the stage play and maybe that's because i'm a theater major but it was, uh-huh. I, I, thought the, I thought the stage play was a little overacted and and it was bit, I don't know. It was very stiff. It was, um, and so when when the sister leaned over and said, "He's a really good actor," I'm like, "No, yeah. not really. Not not, yeah. not not a stage actor anyway." You know. <laughs> I I thought it was kind of hilarious, and this is probably something only people like us who see a million of these movies would notice. Is that her her mom had two Christmas trees and two wreaths in the dining area and and then when when he comes he's like i thought you guys need a christmas tree and i'm thinking there's like 15 christmas trees in this house (laughs) 
I don't know, it made me laugh. It reminded me of the, the Griswold tree, like yeah. how, how tall it was. Like that was yeah. It was funny, but it was just, it kind of made me well, they laugh. Needed the I'm like, family. I guess he, I guess he they, didn't see all the trees needed, in the dining they room. They needed the family Christmas tree. You know. guess, yeah. mm-hmm. that, that was funny to me. Um, one other small nitpick that I had with this movie is I felt sometimes in these kind of Christmas movies, the music will be a little too sort of precocious and, and like too, and a little too loud. And it's like, okay, we get it. You're trying to be cute. Let's I don't know. That's something that annoys me. It used to be way worse and they've gotten much better. Cause even a movie that I really like, like nine lives of Christmas, the, the music is drives me crazy, <laughs> but that's just me. Um, but I, I love the whole pretend boyfriend. The whole plot is one mm-hmm. of my favorite tropes. I think it's almost always hilarious. And <laughs> just cause it's so ridiculous and you just want to, when you watch these movies, you just want to escape and there's there's just something about a uh, especially this weekend I wanted to escape, but there's something about the fake fiance fake relationship that just from the very moment, the very get go, you're in escapism mode, just because mm-hmm. of the plot is so absurd. But I kind of like that. <laughs> well, and yeah. I really appreciated the fact that the dad was suspicious the entire time. I mean, mm-hmm. Br- Bruce is awesome. He's a great actor. Yeah. And he just brought that skepticism and that grumbling father-in-law uh, attitude to the, <laughs> he took it to the max and it was hysterical, but he was suspicious the entire time. And so I really appreciated that because in so many of those, yes, they're hysterical. Yes, they're fun to watch. But you just think, come on, people, are you that dumb? Mm-hmm. Are you that blind? <laughs> but I, so- I just think the whole premise makes you suspend disbelief from the very, very beginning. And yeah, so- but the fact that he the the fact that he was catching on and he was suspicious mm-hmm. the whole time, I, I was like, okay, good, yes. Yeah. One person, one person is just, uh, what's and, going on here? And usually they make that person that's suspect usually is a, a little child or kid, I feel like is usually the one who's like, are you really Mrs. Doubtfire? You know, or like whatever in these kind of movies, (laughs) it's usually a kid. Uh, But yeah, he was good as the dad. I mean, I just thought there were a lot of funny scenes in this. Like I really loved the scene when they're like, (laughs) they're all trying to pull the tree from the door and they're like, you call that pulling? (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. That was really funny to me. And I thought Peter Benson was so funny in this. We need to get him in more all-out comedies. He did a great job. He plays the he plays the nervous husband really, really well. I mean, he yeah. I see it seems that he does that in a lot of roles, whether they're bigger or smaller. He he seems to he seems to play the nervous husband really well. And I thought it was the sweetest thing at the very end when when walter said glenn would you carve it just that you mean it (laughs) yeah that was cute i agree um and then they yeah they have the gingerbread uh house making scene and i you see because because the joke is is he's pretending to be an architect but he makes this terrible gingerbread house (laughs) but the thing is is that like gingerbread houses that you're making from scratch i think unless you're an actual pastry chef or something like that like it's really hard 
Yeah, being an architect has nothing to do with it. No. Because <laughs> even if you try to, even if you use a pattern and everything like that, like the, the dough kind of will bubble a little bit and make, so it's not like it's all a perfect fit when, unless you use a kit or something like that. But when it's your own, own gingerbread, it's, it's really hard to make it work. <laughs> so I, so that was that, I thought it was really funny. That roof was pretty pathetic, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. Oh, kid could do better than that. Yeah, it was like four oh, triangles. It was so weird. <laughs> like he was trying to do a teepee roof or something. I don't know. It was weird. Uh, the other thing that they always have in these movies that takes so long is you always see that popcorn, you know, garlic, popcorn string. Mm-hmm. Oh. And that is... They always show it in movies, but like I, I've tried a couple times to do it in real life, and it, it is work. Yeah. very labor intensive. Yeah, <laughs> takes forever. Yeah, to get that much. And that. you and you, you always eat more popcorn than you try than you put on the garlic. Yeah. <laughs> now we're going back to December Bride. <laughs> yeah, I also oh, this thought this is so good. <laughs> I thought the whole scene where he is taking off the, the the glasses and kind of moving them around so that he doesn't see the ad was hilarious. That yeah. really made me laugh. That was funny. <laughs> the game of keep away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so then then the they they decide to admit that it's that he's Jewish, and he they they dispense of that part of the rude. And her family is immediately kind of like, yes, we can celebrate Hanukkah too. <laughs> Which was I thought cute. that was really, I mean, that was really interesting for the, for this Christmas extravaganza family to say, yeah. oh, Jewish. Okay, sure. You know, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's just go on celebrating Christmas and we'll add in, we'll, we'll add in a menorah. <laughs> yeah. They were like, uh bonus holiday Yay, more <laughs> my favorite was when dad said hanukkah tastes just as good as christmas yeah, when they're eating sweet. those pastries that right. he made yeah and i am going to have a whole podcast with uh with a woman uh, named susan who contacted me or sorry i'm going to have a whole podcast with a woman whose twitter name is stacy applesauce i don't know if that's a real name but anyway um and she is a she's jewish and she is really fun and so she contacted me about doing an episode where we look at all three of the jewish films um because i i don't know that much about that culture i can't really comment i don't really comment on other people's religion and how it's depicted um, and so, uh, anyway, I'm going to be doing that, uh, and we're going to have that up. Uh, so we'll have some more sort of analysis from a Jewish perspective of the three films, one from Lifetime, two from Hallmark. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, but anyway, so it was, it, I thought it was all fun, but again, mm -hmm. I'm not Jewish. I don't know. So we'll, we'll, we'll have that, uh, coming up, but, um, I, 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 how did you guys feel about Ethan? showing up in the middle kind of the middle of the movie weirdo yeah, that was weird. <laughs> you drive all the way out there because of a tagged photo and then you don't even knock i mean <laughs> i knocked but yeah, no one answered like okay so you knock again oh my 
my gosh. I, that, I that did not. I, I thought that was very bad taste. That was very poor judgment of him. And just for, for him to show up because of a tagged photo. And she said, it's not what you think. We'll talk about it later. You know, and obviously she was trying to get him to shut up. So he yeah. should have taken the hint. Yeah. Well, I mean, that part of it was fine for me, but I kind of, I feel like him, I was expecting, oh, this thing is going to get super madcap now. It's going to get mm -hmm. crazy funny. <laughs> um, and I don't know if it really, I felt like he went away kind of way too fast and they missed yeah. some comedic potential of having both Ethan's there and it being ridiculous. And uh, I so, think that would have been a little too much, <laughs> too much Ethan. <laughs> oh, see, I would have loved it if they really leaned into that comedy. Yeah, me too. I think, yeah, I think it had a real chance to be sort of screwball ridiculous. And, but you'd have to give him some motivation to do it, um, which I don't know what you would do. But I just felt like he kind of came and went conflict-free. Like there really wasn't, he didn't, him being there wasn't the big, big bomb to the plot that I thought it was going to be. That's, yeah. that's what I thought too. I was like, uh-oh, here it comes, here, here it comes. And then the it didn't bombshell. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, I was kind of disappointed in that. But. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I just felt like she kind of got away with two Ethans a little too easily, uh, mm -hmm. and it could have been funnier. Um, but uh, there were a lot of cute flirty moments, like when they're having their, their snowball fight that turns into what I call the movie fall where they just happen to fall like right on top of each other. And like, <laughs> that was and really cute. And then she slams snow in his face. Yeah. I thought that was classic. <laughs> it was, it was really cute. And you know, then of course they need an actor for the uh, play last minute. And he's still pretending to be an architect at this point. And, uh, and then also she's been doing the costumes and at the beginning she, uh, she was working for this fashion house and, and uh, she starts to really enjoy making the costumes. And, uh, and then they have a scene under the mistletoe, which uh, I wrote on Twitter. I said, they keep the oath of the mistletoe. Take that Christmas wishes and mistletoe kisses. <laughs> <laughs> because that movie had mistletoe in the title and mistletoe kisses. And there was zero there. mistletoe kisses in that movie. So that was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. A good kiss moment, I thought. And, and then he says, friends don't kiss like that. <laughs> that was, that was an awesome line. Yeah. That was, was an awesome line. Uh, and uh, so he doesn't get the movie part that he wanted. So he's disappointed. Yeah, but and... judging by how much he kept messing up, I'm wondering how he got any jobs <laughs> at all. <laughs> You're, the character himself, not Matt Cohen, but the character is a terrible actor. You know, he just, he, he's, he's not getting, he, he keeps on messing up, but he keeps on blurting out all of this stuff i said you're, you're not you're not at one yeah, with the character yeah. my friend you, you're not you're, you're you keep on saying all the wrong stuff and doing all the wrong stuff <laughs> well in fairness they i i think the ruse the problem with their plan is that the ruse was way too long i uh, mm -hmm. they, like they, i don't know they were there for like all of hanukkah it seemed like and i'm thinking that's a long time to pull this off like i think if it had only been a weekend like two days or three days, then that would, would be pretty, I think he was up for the task, but it was, they were too ambitious as far as the time. Well, and the other thing I thought was so interesting, this, this was where I thought it was a missed opportunity. They talk about how 
everybody knows everybody in this small town. And then they're in a cafe where everybody in this small town is stopping for coffee and can hear them. And they're talking in normal voices about the ruse. I'm like, you want to keep it down a little bit? You know, yeah. Some, yeah, somebody's going to hear. I thought for sure. I thought for sure that her friend Cheryl or somebody was going to overhear them in the cafe because they were making no boat. They were not trying to yeah. cover it up at all <laughs> so right just, yeah i can see that, that was that was the missed opportunity that i thought about yeah but it was a cute line he says i didn't get the movie but maybe i got the girl oh that, that was, cute. was cute and then i really liked at the end when he uh, gives her the like a little cheek kiss mm -hmm. that was so cute i thought <laughs> and yeah then the ruse is up and everybody's outraged for a little bit but then everybody makes up and all's good and uh, it was it was a pretty cute movie. So can we go back to, can we go back to the cheek kiss really quick? I uh -huh. love the fact that they didn't ignore it because you know how sometimes it happens and then they just okay and walk and they walk away. But she made a cute little comment. Your nose is cold. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that was fun that they yeah. that they didn't ignore it. They kind of ran with it. Yeah, that was cute. So how many crowns would you give this one? What about you, Caroline? I was going to say 3.75. Now, what about you, Cammie? Um, I'll go with three. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I think I would give it the same as Caroline. I'm going to give it 3.75. Uh, so, and I just encouraged Hallmark to do more of the funny. I think mm -hmm. that really set this movie apart was how funny yeah, it really. was. So, okay. Next we have Christmas in Montana. And this is on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And before the holidays, Sarah goes to Montana to help resistant Travis save his ranch. Can time on the ranch help restore her faith in Christmas in time for a miracle? Oh, yes, this stars Kelly Martin and Colin Ferguson and was written by Julie Sherman Wolf, who we love in this podcast. So, okay, uh, Cammie, what was your overall thoughts on this one? I liked this one more than I thought I would. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll say, I'll say that. I thought that it was going to be, I thought it was going to be a little humdrum to be completely honest, mm -hmm. uh, because Kelly Martin has a tendency to play very broken characters, very mm -hmm. broken. Um, but, and she was a widow. And when, and when they said that she was a widow, I went, uh, oh, <laughs> oh crud. And so I thought that it was going to be I, I thought it was going to be the whole, oh, we're trying to get over dad. Oh, we're trying to get over dad. And they did have it, but it wasn't nearly as much as they, as they have in the other movies. And so, yeah, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was much, much better than I thought it was going to be. I do think that they were trying to make it a little too intense. What mm -hmm. we were talking about, how Hallmark sometimes takes themselves a little too seriously. The, the lines some of the lines delivered were, you know, just driven in. And sometimes I thought that the chemistry that they were trying to make it a little too intense and a little too serious, but overall, I thought it was a sweet movie. Mm -hmm. uh, what about you, Caroline? I, I liked it more than I thought it would too. Um, I, I thought Kelly and Colin's chemistry was, was pretty sweet. Like I enjoyed them together. And the, the daughter, who, the girl that played the daughter was really good too. And I enjoyed yeah. the movie. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I I enjoyed it for the most part. Uh, it uh, it was I think the writing elevated it uh, as far as uh, I could see some of Julie's uh, just the way that she would sort of perk up a scene with a funny line or a, a sweet moment. And uh, I I thought they had pretty pretty good chemistry between the two of them. Uh, it's not my favorite plot. The save the save the mm-hmm. farm yeah. uh, plot. <laughs> it's so a that ranch. was what hurt it. It, it's a it's a ranch <laughs> I'm, I'm, teas- I'm teasing you <laughs> um so she has to go to this ranch to check it out for the second loan um uh, and uh so they're really doing their homework on this loan it must be a really big <laughs> second loan here and she's a widow uh she hasn't really been in the christmas spirit since her husband died and she's just really struggled. She's and she doesn't want to make her her daughter sad. And you kind of see that similar theme in the um, one with Allison Sweeney, the time to whatever movie. Time, <laughs> time for time for me to come home for Christmas. Yeah. Or time for you. Time, time, time for you. Time yeah. for you. Time for you to come home for Christmas. Yeah. And frankly, I felt like that one did it a little bit better just because I don't know I just bought the emotion of like every time. Allison would talk about it she just would kind of well up and I just felt the emotion in her face and mm-hmm. um I don't know it just worked a little bit better for me but it was still good I think Kelly Martin's a pretty good actress and so she did a good job and I, I think Colin Ferguson was the classic man with many jobs that you yeah. see in these Hallmark movies because like he starts out he's working he's helping out his aunt or whatever in the uh in the Christmas store and oh, his, his friend's wife. It okay. was a friend's wife. Yeah. Um, but anyway, and, and then, you know, he's doing everything around the ranch and he's involved in a million things. So he's kind of your classic Hallmark leading man. <laughs> so, uh, and so then also the, the, I feel like the guy who played, uh, um, his father, uh, or the guy who played, uh, the, yeah, the guy who played his father, I felt like, I feel like he's been the murderer in a bunch of murder mysteries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was a little distracting. i uh, like, I don't know if I trust this guy. <laughs> uh, but uh, I had to, I about died laughing when I saw how much garland they had in that barn. Yeah. Had, oh my like, word. Oh my word. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Like just for the horses, it's not even for humans. And there was so much and so many twinkle lights just for the horses. It made me well. The horses, the horses like to pretend that they're reindeer, you know. Yeah, (laughs) that was Christmas too. (laughs) Like literally, I felt like the whole ceiling was just lathered with with garland and lights, and it made me laugh. I thought that Rob Stewart, who played the boss, he also he also played Tom Clay on When Hope Calls. I thought he was a really, really good boss. And uh-huh. he was he was also in Angel Falls, but we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, he had a he had a double hitter this weekend. Yeah. And uh <laughs> but I thought that he did I thought he did a really good job. He wasn't a Grinch, he wasn't a Scrooge, but he, but he was businesslike. We mm-hmm. need to, we need to make sure that this goes through for the good of the ranch. So, and I don't think that he, he wasn't the villain. He wasn't trying to, 
make them do something that would be considered immoral or you know against their better interests the way that some of the men of business do in a lot of these yeah and one thing i wondered about is because doesn't she end up sleeping on the uh on the couch when she stays the when she's over there uh, overnight she sleeps on the couch yeah one night Mm -hmm. so it made Mm -hmm. me kind of wonder if this place is going to be used as an inn basically or bed and breakfast kind of place that they're going to rent out at the end um do they not have very many rooms (laughs) yeah (laughs) because if she didn't have a place to sleep that's a problem they might need they might have a problem with not enough rooms uh, in this ranch so i i think i saw two i think there were two things that i saw with that number one her daughter had already passed out on a couch so just take the other couch and uh and then the other thing was they said that in the budget there was room for renovation and that's a big renovation for adding that's a big that's a big renovation but uh but that could be or maybe they're converting rooms to bedrooms or something like that yeah Yeah, they'd have to do something like that because i'm like hmm i don't know yeah i was wondering that too yeah if it's only like a three-bedroom house then they're gonna have problems but anyway that's a nitpick uh so Turns out she's also a vegetarian, so. <laughs> On a cattle ranch. Yeah, so there's, <laughs> that's interesting. Um, and, uh, and then there's this woman named Kay who runs the actual bed and breakfast in town. Um, and her and, the, and Colin's dad have had this kind of uh, relationship sort of that's never realized, you know, that's always kind of there and uh so you know like she brings over uh peppermint hot cocoa and once she's kind of coming over all the time and uh and so i liked the when they're doing the so they start decorating for this uh for this uh potluck christmas potluck that they do every year i guess and and as she's kind of going around she realizes like they do so many things that they don't actually monetize or charge for in any way. And oh that's my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> totally shooting themselves in the foot there. Yeah. <laughs> like you're I mean, not a bad person sweet. if you charge money for things. Like yeah. that's not yeah. terrible. I mean, it was sweet, but oh my gosh, I could not believe how much he was yeah. giving away. <laughs> like I'm going to my church Christmas party tonight and I had to pay $12 because we're getting a full meal and, and then a whole activity afterwards. And if like you need help, then, then they'll help you. Mm-hmm. But it's not a bad thing. Like you're not less Christmassy because you, you charge charged. For, for, for stuff. I and mean, not, not charging for a Christmas tree. I mean, do you know how much Christmas trees I know. cost? Yeah, I, wish, yeah. I wish I lived there. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I haven't bought a real tree in a long time, but it's like like fifty bucks, right? Yeah, at least. Yeah, we, I got a six foot tree, and it was sixty five. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's so there's a whole bunch of different events. She keeps getting kind of delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed in doing this uh, observation, this report that she needs to do. Uh, they even go coat shopping, which I feel like you never see in these movies. Yes. <laughs> you never see. Uh, I thought that was kind of cute. And 
Can, um, can I say can I say one thing about the coats? This, this was the one problem I had with the Father Christmas series because I loved the Father Christmas series. I thought they were amazing. And I know that you don't like them, Rachel, but I really enjoyed them. <laughs> it's two against one on this one. <laughs> but the one thing that bothered me about it is she, in the very beginning, she's freezing cold and he's fine. And then all of a sudden in the following movies, he's freezing cold and she's just sitting out there. Yeah, it's fine. And I'm just, <laughs> I just can't. And then it happened here. And I just thought, why is, why is it that the locals are the ones that are freezing and the ones who come in from LA and Seattle are just sitting there? Mm, yeah, yeah, I like the cold. Seriously, you know, what I mean? when they were walking towards the end, and she had no gloves on, and she's just walking with her hands out of her pockets, and he's got his hands in his pockets. I'm like, okay, can you at least put your hands in the pockets of your coat if it's supposed to be what twenty degrees out there? Yeah. Come on, mm -hmm. in Montana, like in Montana, <laughs> yeah. Christmas in Montana, you know. Yeah. I did think there was some really nice scenery in this movie. I mean, it was probably just stock footage, but it was it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I also liked uh, the the you know the whole small small town feel. That's very Christmassy, and just things like the super secret eggnog recipe and mm -hmm. some of those things were very Christmassy, and I liked that. I also liked uh, that he gives her this like kind of ear kiss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a cheek kiss. <laughs> oh, it was a little higher than that. It was sort of. It was. It was really cute. I liked it, and uh, and then um, uh, the boss is getting increasingly concerned. But her daughter, she makes all uh she makes immediate friends with this other girl, so she's having a great time. Yeah, and uh, and so. Uh, she comes up with the, her daughter is posting on social media and stuff, all these photos of all the fun stuff they're doing. And that's where she gets the idea that uh, how they can save the, save the ranch and make it a Christmas ranch. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I think uh, you'd, I don't know if you would want to do Christmas all year. And I think that, I don't know if that's what they were saying. That's or what if, I was starting to wonder. Like, I was wondering that too. Or if it would be Holiday Inn kind of an idea. Um, and so, uh, you know, she tells them you've got to add monetization to what you already do. And so, uh, and then she somehow, she stays up like all night long and she makes this whole video to mm -hmm. present to. Impressive. <laughs> character. I'm like, wow, way to go. Yeah. Um, and uh, I liked, and then they, they dance and then they kind of, they walk on Montana time, is what they say, <laughs> which I thought, I love, I thought it was cute. And they, they have like a cute little hand holding scene, oh. which I thought was, I liked. Where her hands were not in her coat pockets. <laughs> yeah. And you don't need to be in, in your coat pocket when you're, when you're, when you've got yeah. the warmth of the other person in your Yeah, I just hold, I would rather <laughs> hold a hand than have it in my coat pocket. He could have reached into her coat pocket and taken hold of her hand, or she could have had gloves on. That's what I mean. <laughs> um, and then he, uh, they, they end up getting the loan, which was very exciting. And he takes her to a fancy restaurant and he pre-orders 
a special vegetarian dinner. Oh. Uh, and <laughs> so was, thoughtful. Uh, with tofu in it. And he's like, I thought I would have to order a steak on the side, but this is good. <laughs> <laughs> steak on the side. That's cute. And, uh, and then uh, he says, have I thanked you for reminding me what it feels uh, like to fall head over heels for somebody? Oh. So most cute. And uh, then I also thought one of the really good scenes was when she gives uh, her daughter the, a charm from this bracelet that her dad had given her. And she, uh, she hadn't wanted to wear the bracelet because she thought it would make her sad. And so she kind of, it's sort of her way of kind of remembering her dad. It's basically like, it's good to remember. Uh, and uh, I thought that was a nice scene. Mm-hmm. I, thought that was I loved the father-son scenes. I thought that those were really sweet at the very beginning with the lights, you know, he's putting up all white lights because that's the way mom did it. And then mm -hmm. the dad says, sometimes changing things up makes what you already have even better because he was adding colored lights, which are a personal favorite of mine. But then he says, the lights are a metaphor. Oh yeah, I get it, dad. You know? yeah. <laughs> and then at the very end, where uh where he says i know what you're gonna say like, oh yeah really like yes you're gonna tell me that i made a big mistake for not going after her and that yep that's pretty much it thanks for saving me the trouble you know it's just <laughs> i thought that i thought they played the father-son dynamic really well well and, and he tells him if i'm putting it out there you should too and so yes turn says, around is fair play yeah. i really so like that that was nice and so, of course, she decides that she's going to stay in Montana and it's all going to be great. And that was the end of the movie. So, Caroline, how many crowns would you give this one? I'm going to give it 3.25. What about you, Kenny? Um, yeah, I'll go with 3.25 as well. Okay, good. Um, I'm going to give this one... Uh, I'm going to give it a 3. I enjoyed it, uh, but... Uh, it's not one that I will remember. It's mm -hmm. not a favorite, but it was okay. I was surprised with our with our sponsorship today that you definitely, uh, longtime listeners of this podcast will really enjoy. So take it away, Amber. Hey, Rachel. Is it okay if I cut uh, step in right now? Oh, who is this? This is very exciting. <laughs> yeah, um, it's Amber. Hi. Uh, just uh, usually hanging out in the background, not saying anything. So I just thought I'd come up and... Uh, jump in right now if that's all right yeah this is so exciting okay um so i just wanted to talk to you because you know it is the holidays and one of my favorite parts about the holidays is reconnecting with my family i love swapping stories and reliving moments with my family together but keeping memories alive can be hard and that's why this year i'm giving my family the most meaningful gift story worth yeah what's um, that what's story worth StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones tell the story of their lives through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. Every week, StoryWorth emails your family member different story prompts, questions you never thought you'd ask, like, what have been some of your greatest life surprises, and what's one of the riskiest things you've ever done? Yeah. And then after one year, StoryWorth will compile every answered question and photo you choose to include into a beautiful keepsake book that is shipped for free. Um, and you, you'll never know what family history story worth will uncover. So I've been doing this with my grandma um, and she 
um, we found out this beautiful story about um, her grandparents. When they first met, um, her grandma had just been broken up with the boy that she was thought she was going to marry. And my grandpa came up to her and she was crying. He was like, what's wrong? And she said, there's nothing you can do. I'm upset because my heart is broken. You can't, whatever. And he said, I'm a blacksmith. I can fix anything. Unbelievable. (laughs) Um, So if you want to help preserve and pass on memories for your family with StoryWorth, which is the most meaningful gift to give to your family, sign up today by going to storyworth.com slash hallmarkies. You get $20 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash hallmarkies for $20 off. That's great. Sounds like a great gift. It's, a, it's incredible. Um, anyway, okay, sorry. I'm going to let you get back Merry to the podcast Christmas. Now. Merry Christmas. Next, we have A Cheerful Christmas. And so this one is Lauren and her best friend, Colleen, think they have landed their dream job, giving people the best and most magical Christmas ever as their personal Christmas coaches. This holiday season promises to be their biggest ever when they land a royal client, the Anderson family, who has moved from England Uh, when Lauren meets James, the eldest son, he wants nothing to do with planning Christmas as he's busy negotiating a big acquisition for his father's company. But Lauren won't be thwarted in helping this Royal family embrace the true spirit of Christmas. And the more she prods James about their family holiday traditions, the more he opens up sparks start to fly, but she faces competition in the form of an old childhood friend and business colleague of James. Now Lauren must win the, his heart while giving the Andersons their best Christmas ever. So this stars Erica Deutschman and Chad Connell. So this movie, I had no expectations for it at all. I didn't know either of the leads. I, I didn't know much about it. And I, I think we had nothing at all about it yeah. at the preview. And I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. I, I thought that it was really funny. And I thought that she was like, she was the kind of insane person for Christmas that I think <laughs> is really entertaining in these movies. Like, I think in real life, she would be way too much. But in this kind of movie, she was really cute, I thought, and really funny. And uh, and so I, I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> I thought that uh, there were a lot of cute moments and a lot of swoon-worthy moments. And I also liked that his, this other woman lady was, was just kind of over the top, mm-hmm. Miranda or whatever it was, or Miriam. Uh, and <laughs> she was funny to me. I don't know. I just really laughed and I enjoyed it. And I was definitely in the mood for something really light and fun. Um, and so I, I, I I was pleasantly surprised by this one. Uh, what about you, Caroline? Um, I I haven't seen all of it, but the parts I did see, I really liked. Like okay. my DVR didn't save it all. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> oh, that stinks. DVR. Yeah. What about you, Cammy? Um, th- this one wasn't my favorite one of the weekend. I I still liked it. I there were a lot of cute lines and there were some cute parts, but. I, I didn't, I didn't care for it entirely. I did really enjoy Chad Connell. I, it was bugging me. He looked so familiar. So I looked him up and he's actually been on several Hallmark movies. I just never quite put it together. Uh, The one that I think a lot of us would probably know is Hello, It's Me. 
with Kevin Smith and Kelly Martin. Mm. He played her husband, Andre. Oh, and, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was, but yeah, and he's been in A Christmas for the Books and Christmas at Grand Valley, but he's never been the lead before, so he's not a forefront in our minds, but I really appreciated his accent. I thought he did a really great accent because that can, that can get phony and, and it can get tired, and I really thought that he played the British Lord very well. Uh, there, yeah, there were just a couple of things that I didn't quite prefer, but mm-hmm. all in all, it's still a cute movie. And I liked this Erica Dushman. I hope she does more because she just had a bubbly energy. I really found charming. Uh, but uh, so it starts out, her dad isn't going to be able to make it to Christmas because he's doing this charity thing in, in Boston, and which I thought was sort of an interesting dynamic, you know, that he's not a bad man of business. He's actually super, super charitable, but he he's missing out on spending time with his daughter which is unusual kind of dynamic for hallmark and uh and she her her thing is this christmas coaches is they go and they make the perfect christmas for whoever hires them and i don't know how you make a real business out of this i was just gonna say that like what do they do for the other 10 months of the year they must get paid a lot of money doing this christmas christmas coaches thing how do you make a living (laughs) i was wondering that too (laughs) yeah but I don't know, compared to, I did like Christmas Made to Order, but in my opinion, I just uh, thought that that this was better because she was just so in love with Christmas that mm-hmm. it was really fun. Uh, it was infectious to me. Uh, and so you've got this, uh, uh, even compared to Christmas Wishes, Mistletoe Kisses, like I just thought that her character, this character was, uh, <laughs> was, was more bubbly and, and I just, I liked that. Um, I like the fact that she admitted that he was handsome right away. Yeah, that's true too. We're not trying to fight it. <laughs> yeah, and he's kind of a grump at first, and he does. He's you're making so much noise. Why did you put the Santa on our desk? And she's on my desk, and she's very like, well, of course I did. It's Christmas. <laughs> it plays like, deck the halls. Yeah. That's your favorite Carol. Yeah. <laughs> his, his reluctant smile when he when when he poked it and it started playing and he's going back to his paperwork and he's trying not to smile. That was probably one of my favorite moments. Oh man, that I, was a beautiful moment. Yeah, I loved the line when he's like, "Did you graduate from the College of Christmas?" And she's like, "Oh my no, god, but that would be amazing." <laughs> decorating 101 that was so funny to me i was signed up for that college yeah yeah oh man whatever Um, the tuition costs get me in but yeah even the the business plan even if you accept it that they make enough but they would still have to be compensated for in some way for all the decorations and all the other purchases that she's making for as a christmas coach so it, it requires a big suspension of disbelief but i liked her so much i was willing to go there well, they're um, British lords, so, you know, they're, they're guess, British lord yeah. royalty, so I don't think you got to worry about the compensation for this client. Yeah, I also thought it was interesting that he's a, a, you know, bad man of business to start, but he's not really because he's, he feels really bad about ac- uh, of acquiring this small uh, company 
that they have that they're buying and he feels kind of bad about it i'm like wow conflicted bad man of business at the very beginning like from the day one he was like oh i feel bad about about breaking up this family company <laughs> I, I know that was interesting to me and just the, i loved the whole scene he's she's taking him out shopping and kind of introducing him to christmas and then they go skating and i loved that skating scene i thought it was super cute i did too <laughs> i really liked that one and how he flipped his hand in speaking of hands yeah. like, oh i see what you did there nice job <laughs> nice job james what did you think caroline of all that i, I thought it was cute I, those parts were cute yeah yeah i also and i wish they had done more of this I, i'm sure that she must have had more visions but then it gets got cut for time but i loved that whole scene when she's daydreaming and she sees him oh. in a tux oh yeah and it may have with the green dance. with the green coat yes. yeah that was so cute and at the beginning when she she's walking in the room and stuff and she sees like all the christmas decorations and stuff yeah. like that in and the, the room. tree with yeah. the big red bow around yeah. it oh yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah and i loved how she was like equally excited in her personal life about christmas as she was in her business life mm -hmm. she's making red and green popcorn and she's like super excited <laughs> she, she is me she is me <laughs> yeah and and oh, also, yep. <laughs> this is the only hallmark movie i can think of where they have him invite her to his polo match <laughs> okay that that moment right there that that was one of the moments that bothered me you're dancing with this woman you twirl her in and right there you invite her to the polo match and then you try to kiss her that, that yeah. seemed a little uh switched around for me you know <laughs> that maybe he should try to kiss her first and then you know they get interrupted and then he says well would you like to come to the polo match that just seemed it seemed odd placement for that uh, that was it was fine for me but what annoyed me is that they, they have the near kiss and they stop for a phone call what are you doing why that happens a lot you know? i hate <laughs> it i hate it like if you're gonna make a near kiss then you have to make it something legit like nobody's gonna yeah. stop kissing because of a phone call yeah they make it the mood is broken the mood no is broken. I, I, and then I the don't... embarrassment comes back you know? no i don't believe it i think it needs to be something more legit someone coming into the room someone there has to be something more nobody would stop kissing someone over a phone call <laughs> i don't believe it i i have no. seen it happen in real life i really have so <laughs> that's crazy to me uh, and so don't do that anymore, Hallmark. <laughs> it's dumb. I don't like it. Um, and, uh, and then he also, she gets really annoyed with him that he gives her his cup at the party. And, uh, oh no, the, it was another guy. It was, it was a different guy that just handed her, that handed her his cup. You sure? I thought it was yeah, him. Yeah, positive. No, it wasn't him. It was an old guy with a beard, gray beard. Well, she's mad at him because she feels like he's treating her like a servant and not like a, you know, potential love interest. And, mm -hmm. uh, and, but she looked beautiful at that party. I loved her, her dress. Cause I've been annoyed a lot this season, people wearing black and weird <laughs> colors and dresses. <laughs> and not so this Christmas. was a Christmas dress and it was red and it was beautiful. And really she had the that. lipstick to match yeah. and her hair looked great. Yeah. My my big beef is when they have these plunging necklines with this big, huge, empty space, and then there's this teeny, tiny little gold chain that's practically a choker or no necklace at all. It's like, 
really? That looks awful. But she had this gorgeous gold sparkly necklace. I said, finally, finally, yeah. we got a decent party dress and accessories to go with it. <laughs> yeah, she looked beautiful. And I, I just thought that that Miriam was a fun other woman. Like she was very mm -hmm. over the top, like honestly, you know, like very snooty yeah, and snooty. made me laugh. <laughs> I was trying to figure out if she was covering an accent because she was supposed to be American, but I don't know. I It, See, it sounded I, like she was trying to cover something. I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> it was funny to me. And, uh, and I also liked their playing uh, like Christmas, I think she called it Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve dash, like uh Balder dash kind of thing. Anyway, she's playing uh Christmas Eve, basically charades. Uh, and I, I thought that was funny. I mean, these people, she really does walk the walk, talk the talk mm -hmm. Christmas. She loves Christmas. Yeah. And uh, the, so he gets her dad to come back uh, for uh, Christmas and, uh, and, that was really cute and unique. Mm -hmm. Like he's working at a, at a, uh, food bank, you know, but like being yeah. with your family is also really important. Uh, so I liked that. And, uh, and then they kiss and Yay. it was just super cute. I don't know. I really enjoyed this movie. And get, again, I was really in the mood for something, something escapist. And that's mm -hmm. what I felt like it gave to me. Um, uh, and, uh, so I, Getting, Don't forget the envelopes on the tree. I thought yeah, that, that was, was cute. That was the most beautiful moment in the movie, besides yeah. besides the kiss, in my opinion. Yeah, that, that was, was cute. Because just bringing that all back to the family tradition, and then how the tree was just covered in envelopes from the entire guest list. I thought that was great. Yeah, that was cute. I would give this one four point two five. I really liked it, way more than I expected. And uh, so, uh, Caroline, what would you give it? I'm going to give it 3.5. Mm, yeah. Cammie, what about you? 3.25. Okay, good. All right. Last one that we have is, uh, is Angel Falls, A Novel Holiday. And this is book editor Hannah must work with former rival Ryan to help a potential writer find her way. Angel Anthony reminds them about Christmas, the Christmas spirit, and the value of community. And uh, so what was interesting, there were a lot of interesting things about this movie, but it, it was kind of interesting to me that like really the angel wasn't actually there as much for mm -hmm. Hannah and Ryan as he was there to help Tina uh, find her Christmas spirit, the, the, the writer mm -hmm. and editor lady. And, uh, and, and he'd even say at the end, oh, well, that was a, Hannah and Ryan was a happy accident. Yeah, yeah, they admitted it. <laughs> yeah, I liked that. I thought I that like made that it kind of unique mm -hmm. uh, to was, have three protagonists. That's unusual for a Hallmark movie. Yeah, I, I like that it wasn't for Hannah and what's, what's Carlos' character's name? Ryan. I can't remember. Ryan. Ryan. I, I, I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that it wasn't for them, but for Tina. Yeah, I, I, I thought that was really interesting. And I do think that they could have used the angel a lot more. Mm -hmm. I felt like him especially. I mean, it's different. I thought so too. It's different than in the first Angel Falls because the angel is was the yeah, love interest. Yeah. interest. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think the first Angel Falls was significantly better. But that is, I mm -hmm. loved that first Angel Falls. Me too. 
Uh, yeah. I thought that was just about perfect of a well, Hallmark movie. I was um, sad. I was sad that the that one of the leads wasn't the the angel too. Like I was. Yeah. Kind of it was definitely it was definitely a different take on Angel Falls because we're so because we're so used to the first movie with mm-hmm. her being the angel. I don't know. I just thought that first Angel Falls movie was they had such great chemistry and there mm-hmm. were so many great moments and the whole theme of free will and was just so well executed. Yeah, I love but, that. Which is yeah, which is interesting because Paul Green and Rachel Boston are in age you know there's a huge age gap between the two of them but it still works somehow yeah Mm -hmm. i loved that movie and this this movie for me was just it was fine i enjoyed it um it was definitely elevated by the leads and had some interesting things so i liked it it just wasn't as good as that first one i agree uh yeah so you you agree with that caroline yeah i I love jen lily and it's kudos to jen for going back to work three weeks at or eight weeks I'm sorry after having a baby like any like all the Hallmark actors that have babies that soon like I, I think that's amazing but and Carlo I was happy to see him in a lead movie again that made mm-hmm. me happy but mm-hmm. like like you said the they elevated the movie for me yeah. and um what's the um Eric Close as an angel I like that yeah. too I, I wish um Bo was an angel too but I know it would have been nice if even just like a little cameo, mm-hmm. you know, even if they did it on green screen or whatever, there was like yeah. a tiny little cameo from him. Yeah. That would have been fun Yeah, uh, for me. But what did, what did you overall think, Kimmy? I really liked this one, actually. Maybe it's because I haven't watched the first one in a while, but I just, I really, really enjoyed this one. And I loved Carlo. Oh my yeah. gosh. I thought his character was so adorable and he was just the sweetest. He had yeah. he was very playful and very sweet. I mean all all Hallmark leads are playful and sweet. Yeah. Well, most of them are playful, but mm-hmm. yeah, unless they're the bad man of business. But I I don't know. There was just something so boy next door but not so corny about him he just played it very naturally and i absolutely adored him and i'm i haven't seen him in a whole lot and so seeing him play this role i'm just like okay you have now got yourself another fan because i just there were i mean whenever where was it i i even wrote it down because i thought it was so so funny um when uh she she admitted oh i should have i should have consulted you a long time ago mm-hmm. when she, when she says that and he goes oh <laughs> i don't know it was just so cute and so sweet and just yeah he he was adorable yeah yeah he has been the most probably the most swoon worthy most effective part of chesapeake shores Definitely. uh him and him and his part the his partner in the show uh lacy uh, malay i think have been the best part of chesapeake shores uh and they have very swoon worthy scenes and so mm-hmm. yeah he's he's really good and i think they should use him more he was also i really liked him in uh in what's it called um the vermont maybe vermont yeah, yeah. <laughs> vermont one with Lacey chabert uh and so yeah he he's really good i liked him a lot too i uh, and i the 
the whole sort of, it starts out with, there's like this um, sleigh lighting. It wasn't even the Christmas tree lighting. It was like this sleigh thing. I don't know. It was, it was different. Mm-hmm. Um, and Eric Close is there with his angel person. And um, and handing says, out candy canes. Yeah. <laughs> that I was thought that cute. was cute. Yeah. That they, that they kept that going from the first movie. Yeah, he says, love is so simple and pure that anything can happen. And uh, so... And yet it's incredibly complicated, (laughs) is what Anthony said. And so Carlo Marx is in town. Uh, He hasn't been back since his parents passed away in an accident. And so he's there. uh, His uncle is retiring. And he is there to kind of settle the estate, I guess, for lack of a better for lack of a better word and yeah and take it off his uncle's place mm-hmm. yeah and so jen lily's mom is running a a, a publishing uh house whatever Company. and they do they do mostly nonfiction. uh and uh and so they he i don't know if he anyway they she wants to hire him to start to look into the fiction component of their business. And uh, so that's kind of gets the plot going. And so they're forced, they were high school sweethearts. Now they're forced to kind of work together. And, uh, and also you get a little scene where the angel in the bookstore leaves uh, out a romance Christmas romance novel for her to find yeah and the bookstore owner was is played by Lara Miata who we have interviewed and we loved and we want to encourage Hallmark to keep using her because she's great and I still have my dream of Lara Miata and Cardi Wong movie because I think yes they so good together yes uh, <laughs> uh, she she was a great interview and I really I really think she does a good job with whatever part that she's given and uh, so uh, then you have uh, the, um, you have this lady, Tina. Uh, what did you think about her and her story? What do you think, Caroline? I, I like that storyline. Like it was different than the two leads having to deal with the, like the grief and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I like that she was like retiring and like the grief took her away from work and everything mm-hmm. and um i thought it was well played like yeah well acted i don't think i've ever seen that actress before me either a good job yeah i liked her yeah oh then you have some like flirty banter and then there's like this baking emergency that they have to deal yeah. with um and things get a little bit confusing when he's uh he gets a job offer uh and and then she kind of feels like, oh, you're, you're honing in on my turf. Anyway, there's mm-hmm. sort of a, and how can, why didn't you tell me about it? There's kind of this conflict going on. Well, and that started the whole problem in the first place because they were, they were friends. Their family, their families were obviously very close because her mom has kept in touch with him and his mom gave, gave her her first Tina book. Mm-hmm. And so their families were obviously very, very close, but then he applied for the job that she wanted and he got it. And so that kind of made her bitter towards him. And the whole time he had no idea that that was 
something that she wanted with all her heart. So mm -hmm. it was, so that started the whole thing. Yeah. Did you like those, I think it was three or four of those uh, gift wrapping <laughs> ladies, those kind of busy body ladies? Yeah. Oh, that was cute. Yeah. <laughs> They were pretty fun. The uh, one was in the one was in Christmas Town, and she played the same kind of character. So oh yes, kinda, yeah, that was yeah, sweet. So it was kind of fun to see. I was trying to figure out what their relationship was. Were were they just friends, or were they sisters, or because they were always mm -hmm. seen together every single time? So <laughs> are they just are they just trying to get? every single bit of gossip that they yeah. possibly can together. I think they're just busy body, busy body ladies. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Jen Lily, Who I thought looked, gossip? Yeah, yeah, I thought Jen Lily looked really beautiful in this movie. I mean, she's mm -hmm. always beautiful, but I really liked the way that her, her hair was styled, I like the highlights. Too. And I don't know, I just thought she looked beautiful and they did good costuming for her. Uh, they, I mean, she's, I mean, she's pulling off post, the post-pregnancy look um, incredible oh my gosh okay as a person who has had a baby i did not look that good eight <laughs> weeks after having my first baby yeah. because that was her first pregnancy right yeah but i mean and i still after my first pregnancy i slimmed down pretty fast but not that fast not that yeah. good oh my <laughs> word yeah this is very impressive uh very very she looked great yeah and the, the the green the green dress was yes. it a dress i love that green dress <sighs> with you um like, and she says she says to tina she said i've never found a man who lives up to the man in your books oh and that's when she finds out he's actually based on a real person on uh on her her, her husband and uh and she says sometimes you have to put down your book to see what's in front of you so i thought good. that was that was really words nice. were never spoken yeah that's kind of what that's kind of what happened with my husband and me while uh he and i met while i was waiting uh for someone else to come home from a missionary service and i was dead set on marrying this guy and then you know finally i took i took the book down so to speak and it's like huh it, because the the guy came back and he wanted nothing to do with me and he Aww. had no, and yeah and he hadn't bothered to tell me until he came back thanks a lot and, you know? yeah. <laughs> and so I, so that I finally took the time to look at to look at this guy and to see him for who he really was to see that he had been my best friend for a year now and I just went stupid 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 what were you thinking and luckily he still wanted me so. there you go <laughs> uh, so she's gonna have the job now to expand the fiction department and she's pretty excited about that so she gives him this present of a snow globe and they mm -hmm. almost kiss, but darn Santa. In oh my gosh. In, <laughs> Santa is the one that called them lovebirds and then he interrupts them <laughs> kissing? Come on. It's still better than the cell phone. Um, yeah, but still, come on, Santa. You know. <laughs> and then Tina is going to leave Angel Falls. And, uh, and then, but they cat kind of catch her before she gets on the, uh, on the train or the bus or whatever it was. And, uh, and this is, they say running isn't the answer. Stay here and be part of this community. He says, we that know you sweet. miss Lawrence, but you deserve to be surrounded by people who love you. And, and then who tries to do the same thing? Oh, 
right, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she, yeah, she, so Jen overhears him talking about this job offer that he's been made. Um, and then she gets very mad at him. And, uh, and then she says, weren't you the one who told me running isn't the answer? Oh, and, uh, so yeah, the, Tina, Tina yeah, tells Tina that, that to Ryan. Yeah. And, and so Tina unretires and she, and he doesn't leave yeah. and yeah. So, and then Jen's character apologizes, uh, and so does he, they all make up. It's all great. <laughs> Happy ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love, I love what they said. I love what they said to each other because she overheard him say i've got to get out of here but she misunderstood it was i've got to get out of here and make sure everything's all set so i can stay yeah. and and so when she says at the very end you're coming back and he says as fast as i can yeah, i thought that cool. was a that was really sweet. i thought that was a really great turnaround mm -hmm. yeah so yeah and then he says you've fallen for me and they, yeah that was so cute oh that was, that really was precious that was so and then we find out yeah from the uh from the angels that tina found her spirit and hannah and ryan it was a happy accident so there we go that's this one uh so caroline what would you give this one how many crowns mm, i'm gonna say 3.75 Okay, good. Cammy, what about you? I yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with three point seven five. Maybe I, I'd probably go three point eight. I really liked this mm -hmm. one. Cool. But but Angel Falls was like five for me. The yeah, first yeah, I think one. I gave that yeah. a perfect score as yeah. well. I absolutely love that first one. Yeah, um, I think mm, I don't know. My, maybe I'll go somewhere between three point eight and four. <laughs> I just, I, <laughs> cool. I, good. I, I just like I said, I really 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 liked him. He was just he was adorable yeah you would probably love those scenes then in in uh in chesapeake shores but it's not yeah. worth it no <laughs> i don't i don't watch chesapeake shores that is don't. that is one that is one show that i don't watch so but uh no i'm just teasing but um yeah so i give this one 3.25 it was fun it was serviceable uh but yeah and i i do think that 3.25 is there because i really enjoyed the casting most of all but anyway, so there you go. That's this weekend's movies. <laughs> um, so let us know what you thought if you got to see these movies. Anyway, let us know what you thought of these movies. How many crowns would you give them? We'd love to hear your thoughts in the comment section or on Twitter. That would be really fun. And uh, thank you so much, ladies, for coming on talking about these. I know it's such a busy time on the holidays. And so, Cammy, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cami Drama Girl, Cami spelled K-A-M-I, and on Facebook, the Hooked Hardy Facebook page, and also uh, you can find me at hookedhardy.com. That's my blog. Great. And Caroline, where can people find you? On Twitter at Mita Caroline R. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. I will be reviewing the new Star Wars movie coming up over on my channel and Cats. So that's going to be pretty exciting. <laughs> so make sure you're checking that all out. I really appreciate it. So thanks again, you guys. Make sure you are following Hallmarkies Podcast at Hallmarkies Pod or Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube. If you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate that. And if you're listening on YouTube or watching on YouTube, please give us your thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. 
that means so much to us. Consider becoming a member of our patron group. We have a lot of good discussions. We have exclusives, giveaways, all that stuff, and the information will be in the description section. And then we also have our merch store. If you're looking at any last minute gifts for the, the Hallmarky in your life, you can check that out, uh, the inspired gifts. Plus we have holiday inspired shirts, uh, designs from artist Jessica Miller. So check that out as well. And thanks again. We wish you all a very Merry Christmas and we'll- Merry Christmas. Bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. <laughs>